0: It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Yo, (laughs) welcome baddies. You are chilling with uh, Papa Bear and Baby Bear, and it's up to you
1: to decide who's who. who? I think, uh, actually, by definition, you are a a bear. Mm -hmm. I look like a bear. And I'm um, a twink. Holy shit. Oh, man. Really,
0: what do you think your spirit animal is? Because I know that i lion. I think you, you think it would be eagle. a lion? Or a bald eagle, because you're patriotic. Well, yes.
1: Next question. Next question, please. Yeah, <laughs> what, you, what's your spirit animal? I
0: think a grizzly American. bear, dude. What? Why a did your chin bear? just go the into fiercest, your torso?
1: The fiercest bear in the
0: planet. Yeah, dude. But also... Very loving. Have you seen how that how
1: it takes care of its cubs? Yeah, it eats them when it runs out of food. Have you seen Brother Bear? Oh my god. First of all, I fucking hate when people try to use cartoons and fucking movies to establish how animals are in real life. Yep. That's fucking stupid. Bears in real life eat their cubs when they run out of food, or if they wake up at hibernation before their cubs are born, or if they just decide that they're hungry and going to kill their young. Yep. Do you realize that bears eat their prey I get it, asshole dude. first? These are not Yo, fun, cute creatures. If cartoons it's a could huge sexualize mistake. bunnies. It's a huge mistake that people think bears are cute, cuddly animals. Very cute. No. Coca-Cola. The, who's nope. the
0: who's the mascot? A polar bear. A huge mistake.
1: A polar bear floating away it is a shame. <laughs> on melting ice. It is a shame that polar bears are are dying because the ice They're is extinct. melting. Yes. But they are vicious, vicious hunters. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. But look at how cut a teddy bear. Have you did you not own a teddy
1: bear? Of course I did. Man, we are starting off hot. But you know what? What? Standing in it. Yeah. Oh, bears are dangerous creatures. You're triple down and dangerous apex predators i believe it dude apex but i think my spirit animal is a grizzly bear and i like it bro thanks dude you're kind of like an apex predator thank you a predator of pussy hey Hey! welcome to the episode guys welcome
0: welcome welcome (laughs) i've only ever had two girlfriends they call me christian baltazar two girlfriends ever
1: that's, that's a great nickname <laughs> not at all something we'll forget immediately <laughs> my name is alejandro middleton they call me alejandro and uh we watched a movie that really just whew, you almost it's need a shower after a heavy
0: film you need to shower in holy water after you watch it because oh boy this is uh heavy uh if you are thin-skinned this will be very offensive um, but it's a great watch nonetheless. Did it scare
1: you a little bit? Oh, for you sure. this movie used to scare you as a child.
0: It's It ho- has horror elements in it. A little bit. Yeah, for a sure. A little bit. With a, with a title like Devil's Advocate, I wow. said it. Sorry, let me start over, and let me say, baddies, today we watched The Devil's, the Devil's Advocate. Advocate. Yep,
1: starring Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Al Pacino is top build. Charlie Sterling is number three. It is a good film. Very heavy hitters. 90, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, I think right off the top, it is a super intense film but very entertaining
0: yes uh visually appealing for something that was made in 1997 I think the special effects were done very well very tastefully yeah could be better dude it's the late 90s no I was gonna say it is it, it is yeah and right. I did like the acting
1: and I like the script everybody's doing dude acting Keanu up a Reeves storm. is doing a, a southern accent throughout the entire time and keeping it holds it yeah never drops it yeah. Never drops it. Like look
0: at where he's come from. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And he not too long afterwards he tackled
1: something like this. I think maybe like nine years later. Yeah. No, that's not too much later. This was more closer to the Matrix than I think Bill and Ted. You think so? I I'm, I know so. When did the Matrix come out? Two thousand ninety nine,
0: ninety nine. Ah. Okay. Okay. Let's uh let's just get into the nitty gritty then and then uh we'll get through it. <sighs> nah. Let me clear my pipes. If you she- do that, that'd be so obnoxious. <laughs> like, if you did that in a classroom, I'd fucking hate you. <laughs> if you cleared your throat like that. <laughs> if you were about to give a speech and that's how you cleared your throat. Excuse me.
1: That <laughs> sounds like a guy from Family Guy. You sound like Seth Rogen, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I love you, Seth Rogen. Um, the Devil's Advocate was rated R. It was released in the year 1997. It has a runtime of two hours, 26 minutes, or 186 minutes. Whew. You know what that number means. Man, that's a
0: thick number.
1: It, it's uh, They're all increments of three. 18, six, you add one and eight, that's nine. You add eight and six, that's 14, plus one is 15, that's an increment of three.
0: That's such a deep thinking so that you could just say this represents 666. Six,
1: six. <laughs> No, it actually represents three. But uh, I was thinking more of the Holy Trinity, which we can get to because this film has to deal with. Oh, the Antichrist. that's what you're saying. Okay. Try and keep up here.
0: Hey, I'm keeping up, dude. I'm keeping up.
1: Hey, bro. It's not that outlandish. Up. This film has a a a a rating of seven point five out of ten on IMDb.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It has a rating of six point seven. I'm sorry, sixty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And a sixty. Percent on Metacritic.
0: Why are you taking your time? <laughs> Why are you taking your time and rubbing your nose on the microphone? <laughs> you're such a weird dude. I am a normal person. Yeah, you're a normal person, but a weird dude. You're a weird dude. For sure. Yep, I own it. That's right. Own it. Pay for it. All right. Synapsis? Synops- we'll get there. I'm just... I'm waiting, dude. What's the
1: percentage of Google users who approved of this film? Uh,
0: 89%. 91%. Ooh, pretty close.
1: You know, it is a... Drama procedural,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean? Like it's it's very. You see a lot of court cases. You see a lot of exposition. Dude, it starts off with a court case. It uh, revolves around multiple court court cases.
0: Yeah, it's about a lawyer, so I can't imagine that it wouldn't be about a bunch of court cases.
1: Liar liars about. Oh, you see quite a bit of court, but it's not a, it's not a procedural though. Like you don't see it. <laughs> yeah, around, you, you know yeah. what I mean. I know what you mean by that. It's been difficult to get. <laughs> what, dude? <clears throat> Aspiring Florida defense lawyer Kevin Lomax accepts a high-powered position at a New York law firm headed by legal shark John Milton. As Kevin moves up in the firm's ranks, his wife, Mary Ann, has several frightening, mystical experiences that begin to warp her sense of reality. With the stakes getting higher with each case, Kevin quickly learns that his mentor is planning a far greater evil than simply winning without scruples.
0: You had a strong start. You're going through it very, <laughs> very well until you hit the word scruples. But I don't blame you because I haven't That's heard the word scruples word, yeah. in over a decade <clears throat> easily. Has
1: a budget of $57 million? Christian? I believe it, dude. How much do you think it made? Uh, $102 million. One hundred and fifty-three. Damn, tripled it. It tripled. I, uh, this is a, quite a hit. People should see this film just yes. to see Al Pacino being the devil. He plays the devil. Spoilers, um, and just to see Keanu Reeves do a Southern accent and be a great lawyer,
0: mm-hmm. and to see uh, to see Charlize Theron acting up a storm, going crazy. She goes really crazy. going through every emotion, every emotion that there is. She hits it. And she's doing it well for being a young actress. It's it, it, she does a phenomenal job.
1: Even Keanu Reeves is doing a really bold choice. Yes, he's making a very strong choice to use this accent to use this character that you know has things that have happened in the past that we can kind of see. Like when he's smoking cigarettes and first makes that response of like, "Yeah, I'm smoking a cigarette." It's like, oh, I get it. There's things far behind. He's worked very hard to craft this mm-hmm. person as as a character. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, there are moments that are very subtle, but you can tell that he made those decisions to flesh out the character a little bit more, and he he, he did a great job as well. Yeah, um, start at the top, start
1: in the middle. Where would you like to begin? Let's start
0: at the top. Um, dude, this movie, like I said, starts off heavy. We yeah. learn so much. We're thrown in the middle of... A uh, hot
1: Southern trial.
0: A hot Southern trial, for real. And like, and he is uh, the defense attorney, and he is defending a pedophile, a math Yikes. teacher that is being accused of molestation of his students. And mm. oh my god, it was hard to watch. I was, I was eating a fudge pop when I started watching this, <laughs> and, and and the contrast just of how innocent a you know. fudge pop is. Yes, no, I finished the fudge pop quick so I could just like put it down and focus because I mm. felt wrong. Eating a fudge Ugh. pop while hearing about a pedophilic molestation court case.
1: Did you recognize the girl who was on the stand? Um, No. Where is she from? She's the friend in Princess Diary.
0: That's highly specific. I haven't seen it recently enough to make that connection, but
1: nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. She's doing a really good job. She's acting ghost up yeah, as well. She's like tearing up and like f- to be thrown in the middle of a court trial like that. Big. Holy shit. So then Keanu Reese finds out that the defendant that he's trying to defend is actually guilty and he has just come to and the way he finds out disgusting dude yeah his teacher's like getting off on the fact that on the deposition
0: yes like she's talking about how bad it was and this guy's like unzipping his pants in the middle of the courtroom Uh, what a fucking pig
1: so Keanu is in the bathroom trying to towel off And uh, this reporter comes in and is like, hey, man, I guess you're going to lose this one. Kind of gives him that little wink. Mm -hmm. And then Keanu's like, man, I never fucking lose.
0: No, he looks in the mirror and you can tell that this guy's prideful. He is a young lawyer, very popular in Florida, has never lost a court case.
1: Incredible. But like 64 cases.
0: This movie did a great job of showing how dirty the position of a lawyer of being a lawyer is, dude. Like, you want that money, you want to win, even if it means defending the wrong person. Like, you're supposed to be bringing justice to the world, but damn, dude. Yikes. Um, Which I I get. This movie was setting it up so that Keanu Reeves, being a a dirty lawyer like he is,
1: uh, was a perfect target for the devil. I think it's more than that. I think on on the whole... Just on the outside, that's the basis of the storyline. But I think we actually find out that it goes far deeper than that. I think what it actually ends up being is a plot to breed the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being weird. That's actually where the turn in the movie is. Spoilers. But we'll get to that. Um, uh, So Keanu gets invited to go to New York and work for this gentleman, John Milton. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a law firm in New York. He says he's been watching... um, Lomax's career as he's gone on yeah. wants him to come work for him in New York and uh, John Milton I'd mentioned this to you before we started recording John Milton is a callback to the book Paradise Lost yeah, uh, which is an allegory to hell being stuck on this island and being t- uh, tempted by the devil the main character's name was John Milton and that's uh, crazy that there was strategy there's when picking a, his name Yeah, there's a lot of allegorical references to like to Satan and his and Lucifer's story and a lot of symbolism a too. lot of symbolism I did think it was very interesting we'll get to we'll get to it because um i think that the hero is actually al pacino in this film
0: and that's a crazy hill to die on dude that is that is a crazy statement because
1: i guess we can just get into it then yeah because that's the whole movie is all the shit that he does so yes lomax um kevin kevin right yeah, Kevin Lomax. Kevin Lomax is Keanu Reeves' character. He's brought to New York and they're doing all the, he's doing this trial that involves this uh, murder case. This guy supposedly murdered his wife and kids and maid. And uh, of course, Keanu Reeves is put in the shitty position where he has to defend him. Yeah, this is his first case that he's given when he moves to New York. That's insane. He has to pick the jury. He's doing it all and it's a very intense. It looks stressful trial. as hell. And Keanu Reeves, again, Acting up a storm, doing a yes. great job as this lawyer in this procedural. He even, his speeches, a lot of long speeches, because that's how lawyers are. A lot of speeches that he makes, and when he makes that first uh, plea to the jury of like, hey, I don't like this guy, mm-hmm. but just because I don't like this guy, that doesn't mean he's a murderer. And it's just like, Jesus, no wonder people get off, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Incredible lawyer skills.
0: Yeah, you. it's all about, with lawyering, it's all about your delivery, your execution, your intonation, like your counter arguments. Like you must have been the MVP on your high school t- uh, debate club yeah. like, to become a lawyer. Uh, and I, all the all the books that you have to read all of the memorization of the laws within that, that
1: district is, that's what i think is the tough one.
0: incredible man yeah. like when he uh he gets his new office in new york and uh like the assistant of the firm like rolls in on a cart easily like 30, 30 books. thick books that he has to read all
1: like food i could never do law. it
0: yeah food safety law and how do you keep your attention I don't know. I have the attention span of, uh, span of a squirrel.
1: You think he, well, he wasn't doing coke? I think movie. lawyers are. Um, uh, when he gets his apartment, yeah. a couple of shout outs. They do name check Donald Trump at one of the parties. Yeah. That is actually Donald Trump's apartment. Wait, where they're having the party? Kevin Lomax's apartment. Oh, his, really? It was Donald Trump's apartment at the time. What the When hell? this movie was so filmed. So Donald
0: Trump was like, yeah, you could film here. We'll <laughs> For some money. <laughs> For some money. Fuck yeah, dude. Not, not like he, he can anymore. Yeah, he has like... Uh, but yeah that fool was already rich in the late Uh, 90s i did
1: also kind of joke with you that i think this movie is maybe an allegory to donald trump which i get i full-heartedly Reeves is donald trump
0: i could see donald trump having made a deal with the devil or having been
1: i'm not going to spoil it but or being a witch i think donald trump is maybe the biggest chaos magician in history
0: yeah that fool is doing some black magic for show how else does he keep winning
1: yeah maybe it's meth um it's possible al pacino's portrayal of the devil is so subtly evil up until about halfway through it's perfect the subtleness in the beginning and the slow dissolve into a monster Mm -hmm. as the film goes on is gorgeously done it tells this incredible fall of character from this or not even fall of character, but the, like a, f- a reveal of character. Yes. Reveal. as Right? As the movie goes on, as Absolutely. the storyline progresses. I was thinking like, would this movie have been better
0: if they had named it something else where it wouldn't give away the fact that Al Pacino is obviously the devil?
1: If we were surprised as a viewer to find out that he was the devil. Maybe. If they would have named it something else and- maybe they could have said something like uh, Keanu Reeves you're you're a devil's advocate when you play this it's the type of lawyer you are Mm -hmm. and then when he gets to the end and then all of a sudden it's like you're not the devil you're the devil's advocate because I'm the devil Ah, beauty beauty Um, uh, Alejandro that's my heavy metal riff guys when something cool happens before the
0: episode he said (laughs) that he's gonna do a a cool riff which consists of two notes I think (laughs)
1: Know. That's all you need, guys. I don't think there's enough notes to call it a riff, a but we'll note. roll with it. Uh, well, because, and I do think sometimes it's fun to believe that we should remember that Lucifer was a saint or he was an angel. He was God's right right hand man. And Lucifer's name means bringer of light Mm -hmm. because what he was doing was he was telling all of the humans what was really happening up and God didn't like him for that. So he smited him, sent him to hell. And that's where he resides. I do want to say, I mentioned that. I think he's the hero. uh, um, I'm sorry, Al Pacino, because as the story goes on, we find out that through all of these trials and tribulations, uh, Keanu Reeves is trying to blame Al Pacino for all the bad things that all the people that have died all the people that have gone insane and crazy and the things that have happened in, in, in this life he's blaming it on Al Pacino but Al Pacino says no no I'm not a puppet master I'm just setting this stuff up I'm yeah. just giving you the options the and I'm letting you make your choice and constantly throughout the film Al Pacino's giving Keanu Reeves an out he's constantly saying like hey yeah uh, do you want to Do you not want to do this? Do you want to be off the case? I'm going to take you off the case. And Kiari's is like fighting. No, I want to be on the case. I want to do this. He's telling him, hey, man, you should go home and take care of your wife. No, I don't want to take care of my wife. I want to be here and work. He is almost giving him the, even in the, we find out later on that all the way down to his first trial in Florida, Al Pacino is there. Controlling people to give him these options. Hey, do you want to take the easy way out, or do you want to work hard and actually do it right? Yeah. Do you want the easy? Which is the devil's temptation throughout all of history. That's what in the it Bible.
0: is. And like to to stick stay streamlined with Christianity. Um, yes, uh, it's it's all about free will. Al Pacino, as the devil, says that he is a fan of man because yes, man. He's the
1: biggest humanist.
0: Yes, he's the biggest, and maybe the only humanist is what he says and because I agree. Uh, man works off of free will Mm -hmm. so it's not like even though he's a powerful being like the devil in this movie he's not making anyone do anything but he is like he said setting the stage he is setting up traps and temptations exactly and at the end of the day since man has free will um it's up to them to make that decision and there's some crazy twists which i don't know if we
1: want to spoil like the very end where we can Dude. spoil some some of them because we did. This is why we tell people the movie ahead of time so that yes. they can watch it. But, this is
0: a 23 year old movie. It's yeah. available. If on If you Netflix. haven't seen
1: *Devil's Advocate* yet, fucking watch it. Yeah. Um, I do want to say though, they make a lot of references to things like the seven deadly sins, uh, uh-huh. the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, I do really think at the basis of this film, it's essentially it's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful life is that movie where he's like i wish i was never born and then the angel comes in and is like this is what life would be like if you were never born mm-hmm. except it's the opposite and this ah. is this is the movie where the devil's like hey man do you want to take this option and keanu reeves accepts that option and constantly the devil's do you want to take this option do you want to take this option and keanu reeves is picking the wrong choice the wrong choice the wrong choice the wrong yep. choice all the way to the point where at the end of the film spoilers uh he wakes up back in the original trial case in florida yeah he's given that opportunity to make all of these mistakes and go back to that original moment thus bringing me to my point that the devil is the actual hero what he's doing is he's giving kevin lomax the opportunity to see all of the mistakes that he can make until he gets it right or figures it out and then he gets to go back and try it again yeah how i know he's the hero is because we even see the devil get vindicated in the moment in the moment where kevin lomax shoots himself in the head because he has the free will to not spawn the Antichrist, which is a weird like offshoot thing that happens in this film but when he decides to use his own free will and not be part of the devil's scheme we see Al Pacino turn back into an angel, he gets his wings back did you oh, notice that? No. With like Amidst all those flames? Did you notice that? No, did not look he at that. He gets his wings back and almost has like a heavenly light on him as all the flames are erupting behind him. It's almost as if this devil who is doing these horrible things is being vindicated by God in heaven because he's actually showing how Kevin Lomax can have an opportunity to do the right thing. So he goes back in time. He has the opportunity to make the right choice. He does make the right choice. And then the devil comes and tempts him again. One more time. And he falls for it. So it's just like... Hey,
0: Al Pacino says that vanity is his favorite sin, and I I see what you're saying by saying you that. See what I'm saying? It is it is a heavy statement, and I'm not going to say that I fullheartedly agree that he is the hero. But what I know what this movie is trying to say is that man is their own worst enemy. Agreed. Agreed. He, a man and and their own vanity is is the antagonist in this film. It's what fucks us over in the very end because at the end of the day, it's our decision to be a good person or a bad person. Do we want to put ourselves before others or others before ourselves? And that's what's going to fuck us up and that's what this movie's trying to say. And it's
1: saturated. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, I just want to say, like, I kind of want to. I want to. I'm, I'm pulling up Netflix here. I almost don't even need to. Uh-huh. But I wanted It's just. I found it very interesting that in that scene where he's, you know, turns into the devil and turns in, into Keanu Reeves and then is like a weird that was hybrid a weird... Keanu Reeves P- <laughs> Pacino. Yeah. I think that's all saying that he's t- that because Al Pacino is Keanu Reeves' father. Yes. And I think what that moment was, was the moment of. Him returning to Al Pacino and returning to Lucifer as the angel, Uh and and I think it's I think it's constantly being tested. I think if there's a Devil's Advocate too, it's the next test. It's Uh now he's gonna you know it's the next test, the next test. Either that
0: or it would uh, it would be a different subject. It wouldn't be no longer be Keanu Reeves. It would be uh, another new, fresh face, mm-hmm. probably a different position than the seeing, lawyer.
1: What was his sister's name? Christi- Christina Bella. Oh, Costa the redhead. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing her story. How she got trapped. Yes, yeah,
0: hers it. was interesting because, and there's a lot of a lot of subtle hints that uh, that have to do with like uh, the devil and whatnot. Yes, with like Keanu Reeves writing with his left hand because we yes. always talk about the right hand of god right Mm -hmm. to be at the right hand of god um because
1: jesus is seated at the right hand of the father exactly lucifer was seated at the left hand
0: yes exactly and so like uh, one there's a scene where keanu reeves is riding with his left hand even um al pacino only traveling by subway because subway is a subterranean way
1: of transport
0: Ooh, interesting which is uh you know a tip of the hat to hell because yeah
1: interesting i like that
0: even uh the guy that kills a goat his home is underground.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. A lot that of was, subtle hints. That was really interesting. The guy, the gentleman who kills the goat, uh, who's also in *The Five Bloods* on Netflix as well. Oh, nice! Really good movie. Great job in that <laughs> film as well. Shout out. Um, but we're not doing that one. We're talking about this film. Uh, he does like some dark art, black magic down yes, there. Yes, dude. Voodoo magic again. Two like a lot of witchcraft and, and sorcery and stuff like that Some has crazy do, witchcraft has to do with the devil because you're making these deals with demons and we see a lot of demons in these films. I do think that they did a good job of showing that demons can walk around in normal skin, look just like me and you. That's the scariest that part. We yeah. think, you know, they keep coming back to this reference of the Bible of, I send you out as a sheep among wolves. Mm-hmm. And what that means to me is like, that's a very interesting line to me in the Bible. I think just as a whole, because I send you out in this test... Uh, I make you the weakest of the weak in a pack full of killers, and I want to see how you can survive. It's the it's the ultimate test that God can put on you. Yeah. Or is it the ultimate temptation that the devil can put on you? You know. I think it might be the temptation.
0: It might be temptation. Like, are you gonna being different, being something of innocent, mm-hmm. like a, a sheep? Are you gonna assimilate with the wolves and become a wolf because that's what's enticing, right? Sure. That excerpt from the Bible is it's applicable in so many different ways just in this movie. Definitely. Dude, that, they, they keep it coming back for that reason. Like, it is amazing. Uh, the uh, The director of this film, fantastic job. Taylor Hackford, I believe. Correct. Also did Ray, which was the biography really? of uh, Ray Charles. Fantastic job. That's the only thing I really know him from, uh, of his works. But uh, did a fantastic job. The symbolism was incredible. I want to talk about Charlize Theron. Okay. Because Charlize Theron, unfortunately, was the victim of, of all, of all the chaos
1: that ensued i have a question for you about that what's up was that chaos ensued and when eddie gets beaten to death eddie barzoon is that al pacino doing it or is that keanu reeves doing it because i think i think there's a couple of things that happen where it's left up to chance where i think keanu reeves is unwittingly controlling these things to to you know, i don't like, know
0: dude that that's that's tough that I think that's more open ended because what we see it's it's home, two homeless dudes that beat Eddie Barzoon to fucking pulp, and yes. we see his face kind of manipulate uh, into like demons' faces, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, like other characters in the movie too. I don't know what it is. I think it's just kind of like um, Keanu Reeves by having these frustrations with other people is a indirect way of him like wishing. Uh, demise upon yes, them, and, and so that's, like that's what I'm saying. So, Al Pacino's
1: just like, yep, I'll do it. But is it Al Pacino controlling it, or is it Keanu Reeves's desire to have that done? that I it's think, happening.
0: Yes, I think it's his desire, uh, do, do basically saying, giving though?
1: Al Pacino the go. I'm okay, like, you, okay, think, you, want you think you think Al Pacino's at the end? I I think, and not to disagree, but I think Keanu Reeves is, is making his wife go mad so that he can be with this woman. Like, all of the things in his life is... That's a interesting way to put it, yeah. I think he has a subconscious plot. Subconscious desires, dude. That's fighting his conscious desires. Yeah. And that's where we see this, again, incredible acting where Keanu Reeves is torn between being... He thinks he wants to be a lawyer and a good man in this, mm-hmm. but then his other desire, the the backstage plot of becoming the the father of the antichrist and being the next devil is also like trying to feed itself and puzzle piece itself back into his life Mm -hmm. so he's pushing and pulling and tearing himself apart you know
0: if purgatory is like the step right below heaven, like sure. where you got to confess for all of your sins before you go to heaven, he is in hell's purgatory.
1: I was going to ask, do you think maybe he is in hell already and that this is his punishment that he has to go through, he has to go through these trials and courts and tribulations? No, cuz I think he's still on earth because I think that that's what earth is in
0: in the realm of Christianity, earth our li- temporary lives on earth is a test. Interesting. Is a test and the devil, Al Pacino can walk amongst us as as a symbol of temptation, as your boss that could give you anything and everything. Sure. Right. Um, Charlie Theron is an interesting character that I want to touch more upon um, because <clears throat> she is viewed as something impure when they are in Florida. When they're not in uh, the devil's uh, grasp <laughs> in, their, in the devil's lair, when they're in Florida, where there's still some innocence there. You know, they're in the same state as their mom, as his mom, were. His mom is just this avid churchgoer. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron is viewed as an impure symbol. You know, you see Charlize Theron on the phone dressing very like a, uh, you know, uh, not con- not conservative. conservative uh, what's the word for conservative? it? Conservative. Yeah, not conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, she is viewed as the symbol of impurity. I think, I think. And yeah, then it changes when should... they go to New York. She is now the symbol of impurity innocence and purity this untouched character uh because in comparison to uh the other girl uh Mm -hmm. the headhunter's wife Mm -hmm. the the black girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um in comparison to her she is much more innocent she just wants to spend time with her husband she doesn't care about these materialistic things she wants to go back home and she becomes this victim she becomes a a a victim to this deal with the devil and i just think that her arc is crazy like in florida yeah, she's a sex symbol. She just wants to like do whatever the fuck. But here, it's in in, in like in hell. She is pure. It's just that contrast that I found
1: very interesting. Yeah. Poor oh, girl, pure. dude. Wow, I never even thought about it like that. That's an interesting thing. She just goes through it. She so if I if I'm to understand what you're saying, you're saying that she is a flawed creature where she's from. She's a, She's a essentially a, the sex symbol and 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 a bad yeah thing and then when she goes to a real bad place mm-hmm. that that's where she actually she feels normal there is that what you're saying she's basically just i think she represents the
0: common human let's say let's say florida is the closest thing to heaven in this movie because that's where he's from that is the south that is uh, where his mom's church is mm-hmm. and his mom is there to protect them right mm-hmm. if his mom let's say is an angel um and there since she is mm-hmm. human and humans are flawed she is viewed as an impure symbol but when you go to New York, this place that has been uh this basically Babylon, right?
1: Exactly. I was just gonna say they, yeah. they equate it to Babylon a couple of times.
0: It, it, it's, it's Sodom, right? Let's say that. Well, In comparison to that, of a human being there, you're you're you, you have the potential to still uh reach salvation. Which is why she, hmm. you know, and she's just she's not making these decisions. This is just like kind of what happens. How how Keanu Reeves is uh, desire for bigger and better things by making a deal with the devil could affect his loved ones. And like, what is the ultimate price to pay, you know, to reign in hell rather than to be, to serve in heaven?
1: Which is a, another great line. This movie is full of little taglines that are incredible. Yeah. I, I see it from two different points of view. Um, I didn't see it from what, the way you saw it. So it's interesting. I'm very interested in the way that you're seeing it because I kind of understand what you're saying. Um, But I saw it in two ways. One is, this is a story of Keanu Reeves and the, and the, wreck in his wake you know mm-hmm. what i mean as he tears through life and what's going on look at how many how many people he'll step on and destroy uh even if you just hint that you know his past you get hit by a car um, yeah. you know oh what my i mean god so it's like in one way it's that storyline but then on the other side in the other sense i also want to look at it from the other character's point of view so when i look at charlie starone's character mm-hmm. i see it as more of like almost like a punishment Mm -hmm. she's brought they're both brought into this inner circle of hell where they're given the opportunity to see and be and do all of the things that they've ever wished because she even mentions that when like i thought buying all the shit for the apartment was going to be fun but it's not it's it's hell it's bad it's like here's an opportunity to get all you like you want things you want a big life you want a fancy career you want a big apartment you want the easy life we'll give that to you but it's not going to make you happy what's going to make you happy is being you know and a human and being whole so I think it's an interesting sense of everybody's being punished for making the wrong choice yeah Charlie Stern no one's making her not work no. why, why does she not work because Kevin Lomax makes enough money for her to but do all the stuff but you know what I'm saying
0: she yeah. had that option the yeah. temptation is there and what it comes back to is the, is free will there's temptation and like when you fall deep li- into that temptation I
1: wonder I gotta go back punished. and look at it if the seven sins are represented I wonder if that's like uh, sloth Mm-hmm. Where her sin that Ooh. the devil got her on yes. with sloth, he got her on lust when he hits on her, uh, at the party and like has her change his hair and vanity when she changes her hair to, to make herself look in Yeah, that's in, vanity for sure. Milton sense pretty. I think everybody falls prey to all seven sins and the and the devil just Dude, hops in lust. and makes it all work.
0: Al Pacino in the smoothest, most subtle way, represents the deadly sin of lust. The way, even with his age difference with these young women, how he
1: just sits down with Charlize Theron. Do you? Okay, so later on, when Charlize Theron gets, uh, when we find her in the church and she says that she was raped by John Milton, by Al Pacino's character, and Keanu Reeves is like, that's impossible, he was in court with me the whole time. Mm -hmm. Do you think, as a devil, he's able to split himself into two? Yes. And if that's true, when he was talking to her at the party, do you think, he was also talking to Keanu Reeves in a different room. Upstairs or yeah. something? Or outside? Because we don't see... Because Keanu Reeves is talking to the, girl, the Spanish girl on the balcony at one point, mm-hmm. And Al Pacino walks in. I wonder if he had, has multiple versions of himself walking around the party. And he was there. He did do that horrible thing to Charlie Stero. Mm-hmm. And he's knowingly making them
0: incredibly he, insane.
1: He's planting seeds. To make everybody he's insane. He's planting seeds and then everyone is tempted to to or is charlie Stern really crazy is she or is she so insane now that you know what i mean like i do it's... think i do think there is a possibility that maybe charlie starren did just act just go crazy
0: mm-hmm. i think the point of this film there's no i think it's open for interpretation in many different ways sure you know like as there's a lot of different iterations with Christianity having a bunch of different branches. I think this movie is the same. Like there are different ways that you could interpret the devil, and this is Al Pacino's way of interpreting it. Sure. Um, and w- with Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron being representative of everyday man, mm-hmm. yeah, They're I don't know. We're flawed, and I think it's trying to highlight human flaws. Like it, this is a dark way of just uh, of just showing how terrible humanity can be and how heavy our
1: decisions can be yeah i think it's the opposite of it's a wonderful life yeah you know what i mean i think i think it truly is like well that's one way to look at it or what about this you know what i mean Uh, yeah uh, the temptation the idea he does play a lot with this idea of like well uh al pacino does plays a lot with this idea of like well why is it why is god tempting us why is god testing you like what why is it his Thing to do and he gets off on like testing people and making life really hard giving you all these talents and then stacking the deck against you Mm -hmm. uh and then he's just like i'm here to like give you all this stuff why wouldn't you get this stuff why shouldn't you have all that stuff and it's just like oh fuck well because if you go this way it's like you end up you know going crazy and having it i don't know it's a very interesting question uh moral question that they pose
0: yeah this is this is a movie that'll definitely make you self-reflect you know like have i ever been vain to the point where it did kind of throw others under the bus or it just it, it wasn't the just thing to do uh i think that this movie was powerful in that sense really if you're religious or not even if you're a, a devout yeah, christian yeah. that goes to church every sunday watch this movie it, it is horrific in ways but yeah. it's not Very out graphic. of pocket
1: no well i mean it is gruesome and graphic for sure but yeah. uh, but all within context yeah yeah, I I mean, it's intense. Um, the allegories that it makes, you know, the, what I like about it is it's not just a simple idea of the devil and God have this back and forth backgammon game where they're trying to fucking save humanity and, and devil's trying to destroy humanity. It's truly, I think, like I said, they're both on the same side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I think he's there trying to tempt them. To see like what you do, what you yeah. test. I think without realizing it, Al Pacino is actually the biggest test that God had sent down here, Uh because the test is this or the easy way out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so Al Pacino talks about how, you know, he he stacks the deck against you. But yeah, but no, he doesn't. He also gives you this. He gives you he gives you an option to opt out. Yeah. Yeah. When he was saying, hey, you could lay
0: off this case. You're. Your wife is obviously sick. Marianne is obviously sick. This is the right
1: thing to do. Yeah. At that point, it's almost weird. It's almost like the devil's rubbing it in his face. Mm -hmm. He knows he's not going to pick that. Hey, man. It's so later on he can say, I gave you that option. Yeah. It's that It's that. It's manipulation, dude. It's manipulation,
0: dude. He's he's using all the tricks in the book. He's using reverse psychology. He's saying, like, the world won't be mad. It's okay. We all got to lose some time. That phrase already with if anyone is pompous enough they're gonna be like but i don't want to fucking lose yeah of course
1: i hate that phrase
0: oh gosh i mean like dude uh a a great loss burns more than uh how good a great win feels right yeah yeah and that's that's where
1: keanu reeves was being like the greatest lawyer in in south florida keanu reeves does a really interesting job of not just playing a southern character but a character who is questioning if he's also going insane. You yeah. You know, we see him go through like, you see what well, he watches his wife die. And holy so holy shit, so watching that scene, watching him react, his crying. When I know to,
0: when people people make fun of Keanu Reeves acting sometimes. But in that scene, spoiler alert, Charlize Theron is admitted to like a, a, a mental asylum. facility. Yes. And uh, uh, she breaks a mirror because she sees like a devil in the mirror, she breaks sees, the yeah. mirror. And now there's broken shards of the mirror around. She locks herself in her room, and Keanu Reeves is banging on the door. And he sees his wife that he's done a shitty Still job of protecting. Yeah, just slit her own throat. And the way that he reacts, his—it's an ugly cry. But in that moment, it's when such you a were, real cry. When you were seconds away from saving your wife. It's a real cry. I got goosebumps from him screaming because that is the most realistic reaction that I've ever— You're not—if you see your wife or husband slit their throat right in front of you, you're not just going to have one tear roll down your face you're and gonna it's going
1: to be, gonna be scream, screaming. screaming.
0: I would be wow. punching <laughs> the walls. I would find the person that—I don't know. It, 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 The acting was incredible in this movie.
1: From Keanu Reeves, from Al Pacino, from Charlize. Top of the mark. Uh, this film was originally set to be made in 94, uh-huh. directed by Joel Schumacher, rest in peace. Um, and he, had, he was, had Brad Pitt slated to star. I could see that. Brad Pitt, I think, would have done a really interesting job of a Southern character. I think it would have been like his character in Seven. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. Uh, after Brad Pitt dropped, Christian Slater, John Cusack, and Edward Norton were all considered for the role. Holy shit, and they landed on Keanu Reeves. Uh, Kevin Spacey was considered the role of the devil.
0: I could see that, too. I think all of these people are interchangeable
1: um don king makes a cameo that was fun to see yeah yeah don king knows al pacino of course don king knows al pacino. of course that's such a subtle like fuck you to don king to like have him in it without him realizing what he's probably in you know what i mean yeah there's no way he knew that he's like oh i'm gonna be in a movie okay an al pacino movie all right
0: yeah I, even though this uh topic is heavy talking about heaven and hell and religion and whatnot uh, there were funny aspects in here in this movie that did blow my mind. Like when he's in the middle of like having sex and trying to impregnate Charlize, it's <laughs> interchanging between the redhead that is his uh-huh. half sister. And at one point, he is so yet. lustful, he sucks her toe. And Charlize weird. R- is in the right. She, Charlize is in the right by saying, What are you doing? <laughs> if you've never sucked a toe in your eight year long marriage or whatever the fuck, yeah, and you're you start married- sucking toes, you either watched some weird porn recently.
1: Or you're now into something weird. Yeah. Or you're not. You're visioning someone with a uh, pretty you, toes. Or you have a lot of secrets that you need to talk about. Yeah. I mean, just be honest with yourself. Yes. Kinks are kinks, guys. Be honest with your partners. Yeah. Eight years in, don't Don't hold that kink in. And if you want to try something new, explain it to her. Hey, I want to try sucking on your toe. I've never done it before. But he was
0: acting super weird. He was going through different <laughs> facial expressions. Lust. Lust. It was full lust when it was the redhead, but then when it would change in between Charlies, it'd go between confusion and like, yeah, let's make a baby. It, it, just, it was
1: just—it was that weaving was the in thing when she was crying. He's like, "Hey, let's make a baby," and she's like, "Really? Right now? Mm-hmm. Okay." And it's just like, "Ah," uh. that's another flaw of uh, human
0: relationships. I think is that in the heat of the moment, when emotions are peaked and you want to solve the issue between you and your significant other, you're gonna Bang say things that are gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> just bang it out angry sex doesn't matter sex. what
1: emotion it is if it's on a level six or higher mm-hmm. just have sex
0: yeah if Sad, you are happy, dying of fun. laughter because you're watching a great stand-up special just on netflix dude no nah, that's not a good thing have you ever <laughs> laughed during sex not not fun you should that means it's real it's
1: real for sure it's but not fun
0: i, I gotta that put it you away have for a connection a bit.
1: that means you have a connection with there's that a one.
0: no there's definitely a genuine connection snorts, there snorts, but it's and, not sexy time
1: snorts and laughs those are all good things <laughs> bro
0: uh, you're you're right. I am, but I can't right. just get right into it after that. Do you have a best person on set award? Charlize Theron. Why? I'm gonna give it to her because she was going through it. You know, we, we we saw some incredible acting, incredible monologues from Al Pacino, but that's expected, dude. That's Scarface, baby, baby. Uh, hey, Keanu baby. Reeves being put to the test, uh, keeping a holding down a Southern accent the entire movie, but still. Um he in comparison to Charlie's Theron, who goes through a roller coaster of emotions. Quite a super bit. happy, super bashful, cute, sexy, very polite when she's at the party, and then just her soul is just beat to a pulp by the end of the movie and to act it in such a believable way and to go crazy and play crazy where it's not too much and it's just right. Incredible. Five stars. Um, chef's kiss or no
1: chef's kiss? Mwah. chef's kiss. Wow. Chef's kiss. Interesting.
0: Salt bay, uh, sprinkle too.
1: You saw this movie, right? You know what you're doing. Then too, you know what happens to her in this film. Yeah, no, I'm talking about her acting chops, Yikes, dude. Bro, Who's you your best person stick. on of award? Uh, actually, you know, it is Keanu Reeves. Nice. He's he is. I've never seen him give so much to a character. Uh-huh. Not just that screaming, crying bit, but the devotion to one the accent. One, the commitment to character, the commitment to staying in it in every single line, like he is, this is his best acting, for sure. It's good. I I do not know any any better Keanu Reeves acting. To hold up, to stand up against Al Pacino's screaming Al Pacino-ness. To play opposite of Al Pacino, holy shit. What do you rate this movie? Um,
0: I'm going to rate it a five out of five.
1: And I agree. Yeah.
0: I was trying, I was thinking, I was like- Christian, are you being too generous with these movies lately? But that's our fucking job, is to find these
1: movies that are not rated the best. And rate them best. They're actually, you know, a little bit higher than most movies we would pick. Yes. And it makes sense also why I think people don't like it, because it's scary, and it's like uh, things people don't want to talk about. But if you can stomach it. Yeah, I know
0: religion is a touchy subject, y'all, but I mean, it's fine to be open-minded. And there's a lot of symbolism in this. It is art. Religion has a lot of symbolism in it, and it's something that we should discuss because it does take some critical thinking, and it is really fun uh,
1: to make those connections. Correct. You can follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast.
0: Yep, or you could follow us, or and follow us. Uh, <laughs> do, do both. Do <laughs> both. Follow me at Christian has asthma.
1: Um. Follow me. Follow me. On the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I like to look behind and That's see creepy. who's there. The next time uh, you see me, you're like, dude, huh? There's been three Christian. shady
0: figures just following me in alleyways.
1: You see that van out there? <laughs> yeah,
0: he's been following me for a week. No garden services. I am going to die. <laughs> that yeah. would
1: be so spooky. You can follow me at call underscore me Jesus. You can email us.
0: Yeah, at ICBTB podcast at yahoo.com. Don't ask us why it's Yahoo, but it is Yahoo cuz we still support it. Why not? I don't understand what the big deal is against You Yahoo. know, I don't either. It works. But people keep asking us why a Gmail. Fuck out of here
1: because I don't like Google. That's a fair answer. And that's the Google real answer. Cuz Google
0: does not let zero-year-old people make an account. And that's what this guy did. Anyways. When's the ber- when's your birthday? Oh today is a weird, this year that oh is, you're zero years why old why does it make
1: a difference why do you it make a difference because
0: babies shouldn't be allowed to send emails they're not a baby's not yeah but at zero
1: years old you're just a thought dude save you this, might be a sperm save this for a tuesday why is a sperm on the internet that doesn't even begin to make sense how long would it take a sperm to type out an email in eternity because it's not a real thing <laughs> Nine months of gestation to become a baby yeah then it, then it can type out an email
0: yeah, sperm should not be on a computer unless after you're done with your business, then clean it. this is the end of the episode this is the end of our podcast this is the, the, the this is the end of the world as we know it hmm um, any other songs that you want to end with that this have to do with end the end this is the end. There's a Tom Jones song that goes um. End of my world, end of my world. I mean, it's out of context. It's called, I think, End of the World. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. we can't be that bad, oh,
1: we can't be that
0: bad, oh, We can't be that bad, oh, We can't be that bad.